Greetings and welcome to Tuesday Night Live. You know, I'm so glad to be with you here this evening. Just encourage you and love you and tell you that Jesus is alive. In spite of all of the things that's going on in the world, God is still God. Many things in the world has changed. Many people have left us because of COVID and different things. But you know, Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, but I'll go with you to the end of the world. So as we come to you this evening, I, I'm coming just to do my best to minister to you. So I hope you'll stay with us through the entire broadcast and Maybe you that are watching this on Facebook, if you'll go ahead and share this now. I mean, I, you, you can share it after, but if you'll share it now, it'll get more people on with us while we're doing this. Now, I want you to know sometimes I record these uh, and, and play them at a later time. Sometimes we do them live. But whether we're live or recorded, they're live when I do them. And the anointing of God is the same when you see it as it is when God anoints me to minister to you. So I, I want to just take some time this evening and just, I, 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 don't, I don't feel like preaching and teaching. You know, I was watching a channel the other day on TV and uh, well, it was actually the internet, but it was, I got it on my television, and, and it was just one pastor, minister, another, and it was good, maybe a pastor and his wife, minister and his wife, and they had their Bibles open, they were just trying to help people by giving scripture, and you know, we've had enough preaching to save the world. The thing is, all the preaching we have, sometimes we let it go in one ear and out the other. And so that's why today I just feel like that I'm not here to preach to you. I'm here to encourage you, love you, and tell you that God sees all of your situations. He sees all of your problems. He knows about every mountain, every valley, every trouble, every situation. God's not unaware of what you're going through. He's totally aware of what you're going through and what you need. And so I think it's time for us just sometimes to just stop. Just stop and just say, Thank you, Lord. You know, when I got up this morning, when I woke up this morning, I was just saying, Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for this opportunity that I have to minister. And I knew that I'd be ministering to you tonight. And so I, I just said, Lord, I, I, I want you to anoint me throughout the day so that when I minister to the people 
I'll have life giving substance from your anointing and your word to share with every person that's a part of our ministry time. And so I just sense God's blessings and presence right now. And I pray you do too. I'm going to pray right now. And as I pray, this is obviously the beginning prayer. I most likely will pray several throughout the time of ministry here. Father, I thank you for the opportunity that you've given me to speak words of life, to speak words of encouragement. Father, you know who's watching, even though I'm unaware of who they may be. And I pray, Lord, that as we begin this time together, that there will be a mighty anointing upon every person, whatever they're facing today, whatever they're going through. And Lord, I understand we all have situations and things we go through. So right now, I just pray that the anointing will come to them there. You will anoint me. And thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'm glad to have David Carpenter here with me tonight. And I'm sure you can hear him in the background on the keyboard. And I just sense such a sweet anointing coming from our, our uh, music tonight. And it's such, such a blessing to me when he's here with me. Thank you, David, for coming. Now, I want you to understand something. For two years, two years now, We've been, as you well know, in a time of COVID when there's been so many voices in the world, voices from our government, voices from prophets, voices from preachers. I mean, voices coming everywhere, voices of doubt, voices of fear, voices of anger, all kinds of voices that have come. And it's brought such confusion and turmoil in so many places. You know, we, we had our, our, our world just almost shut down. You couldn't travel on the airplane for a while. Couldn't go in stores. People couldn't go to work. You know, God knew all of this was going to happen before it happened. God wasn't surprised by what happened. He's still not surprised. But I want to tell you something. Regardless of the chaos or the confusion, here I sit, here I sit, and I have been affected in different ways through this. But you know what? God has always been God through this whole COVID-19, through the Omicron and the different variances that's come out, God has still been God. 
So today, I pray that you will just pull the curtains back, let me in, let me minister to you, and say words and speak words of life and encouragement to you. Because I believe there's some words of knowledge that God's going to give me here for someone. And, you know, we, I have read the scripture so many times. I can quote it. I can quote the scripture. But I'll just read it to you for First Timothy 1 and 7. You know, there's been... 2 Timothy 1 and 7, been so much fear in the world because of the pandemic and everything that Satan has done to try to destroy every believer. Satan's tried to destroy the believers. But I'll tell you what it's done to me. All of this chaos and fear that Satan has brought and the loved ones of mine that have gone to heaven. It's made me stronger to dig in and say, Satan, I'm tired of you doing what you're doing to the body of Christ. And honestly, I know you've read the scripture, heard it preached over and over again. But I feel that I should speak it out. Let you and the world and Satan know, or whoever is listening to me, know that Satan is defeated and he is a liar. 1 Timothy 4 and 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Hmm. power, love, and a sound mind. See, that's what we need in these times that we're going through that's been prophesied, spoken of. It's been spoken, it's been prophesied, spoken in God's Word, and here we are. But God said, I've not given you a spirit of fear. I've given you power. I've given you love and a sound mind. I mean, you know it's like Satan has just thrown mud, plastered it all over, and so many bad things is happening. But in the midst of the bad, in the midst of all of this, I see the rising, I see the rising of God's glory coming out of you and upon you. God's anointing is saying, I will never leave you, I'll never forsake you, but in your time of trouble. Now, I, I, I'm possibly speaking to people that have lost loved ones, a spouse, a husband, wife. You know, maybe a son or a daughter, uncle, aunt. And I know recently some of our partners have lost their spouse to COVID. Just recently. My heart hurt. 
my heart hurt. You know, last night I heard my wife talking to someone that she's known for almost 60 years or more. And her mother and her husband both just passed with COVID. COVID. She said, I'm in, here, I'm in this house alone. I'm in this house alone. She's a Christian. She loves God. But I heard my wife, Sharon, just loving her. She wasn't preaching to her, but she was just loving her and saying, I don't know what it's like to be alone like that. And she just began to encourage her and listen. You know, sometimes I, I, I think we all just need to listen. And I, I know my wife, she just listened to this person. And the person said, they, they talked a lot. And my wife said, it's, it's okay. And you know, there's, as I said, some of our partners, their, their spouses have died recently. And I hurt with our partners. I don't feel the pain they feel, obviously. But I feel the pain of people that I love. And, and I heard my wife say to the, this, this individual that she was talking to, she said, you know, the ones that go to heaven, they're in no pain. They have no heartache. They have nothing but joy and peace and rest and healing. They're healed. But we that are left behind are the one that's left with the pain. Well, you know, some, sometimes you're lonely. You miss them. You miss their presence. You miss the interaction. I could go on and on. And you that's lost that know more than I do. And I've not lost a spouse, but some of you have heard me over and over again talk about when our son was killed. You know what a, a dilemma that was. And this was way before COVID. But I just want to encourage you tonight that we can't live in fear. You know, here the other Sunday, uh, I had Pastor Jan, a lady that works in our ministry and has for many years. Her husband was taken out just over six months ago with COVID. Such a beautiful man. But I've watched her. I've watched her take hold of the Word of God. I've watched her pray. She's hurt. She's had... Uh, to learn to live by with making her decisions by herself now instead of having a spouse to do that. And so there's there's Satan has done so much to try and hurt us and harm us. And you know, uh, you've heard me talk about this over and over again here with our facilities of how that we went through six months. And I say this 
And we had a landlord that had no compassion. Our landlord had no compassion on us whatsoever. We don't own the, this facility, and it would be nice if we did, but we don't own it. We lease it. And during these six months, he had no compassion on our loss, only his loss. But of course, he had his insurance that took care of him where his insurance didn't take care of us. It restored the building, but it didn't restore our, our personal belongings and our time away and all the things that it did. And when this landlord was so harsh, you know, I had to learn to walk in love. I had to learn to let love come up on the inside of me. And now, you know, we're, we're in a situation that he's trying to raise our, and increase our rent to an unbelievable thing. And so, you have your struggles, you have your situations, you have your things to go through. Mine may not be the loss of a loved one through COVID. Mine may not be depression. But I have other things that Satan is throwing mud, trying to hinder and trying to stop the ministry from being successful and touching the hearts and the lives of people. But when that happens, oh yes, I, I preached about this the other Sunday. I, I have thoughts, I have emotions, and I don't get through it that instant. But I do get through. I do get through. And I've learned that I can't rush God, I can't change things, all I have to do is stand. In Isaiah 41, or 40 and 31, those who wait for the Lord. Hmm. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk. and not faint. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. presence is so wonderful I believe I could stay in this atmosphere 24 hours a day 
They that wait on the Lord. They that wait on the Lord. You know, I was preaching from this scripture the other Sunday. And when I got down to that portion there where it says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And I want to repeat what I said because I had never ever said it in that fashion before reading that scripture. And it said, I shall renew their strength. Well, if it's renewing something, if it's renewing something, it's something that you had, so you needed it renewed. And I was talking to the congregation and to the audience in the internet, I said, in January of 2022, my driver's license had an expiration date on them and I had to renew them. So in other words, the old one was not any good. January the 25th, 2022, the old driver's license were no longer good. So I had to renew them by January 25th, 22, which I did. I renewed my driver's license. So in other words, sometimes you lose your strength. Sometimes it's dark and you can't see. But God will give you the strength. He'll renew your strength. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Wow. I see someone right now that you've just been, you've just been in an emotional trauma. You've been emotionally all upset and confused and troubled and stuff going on in your family that you've tried to you've tried to fix the problem and it only looks worse and it's troubled your mind so much it's troubled your mind so much it's stolen your peace I want to tell you, God is right there with you right now. God is right there with you right now. You know, I want to just let you, that person that I'm speaking to, whoever it is, let just take a minute here. Let's, let's just stop. Right now, let the peace of God come upon you right now. That's it. Just put your hands up. Just surrender. 
Let that peace. Let that peace. Let that peace flow on him right now. There's someone, I, I, I say you, you feel all alone. Maybe, maybe it's you that your spouse has died with COVID. Maybe it's you. I see someone, you've lost your spouse. It may or may not be to COVID, but I want to tell you there's someone that cares. And that someone that cares is Jesus. Someone to care. Someone to share all your troubles like no other can do. Oh, yes, He'll come down from the sky Brush those tears from your eyes. You're his child and he cares. He cares for you. I'm going to sing it one more time. Someone to care. Oh, there's someone to share all your troubles like no other can do. Oh yes, Jesus will come down from the sky, brush the tears from your eyes. Oh, you're his child. 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 And he cares. And he cares for you. Oh, Rabbi Zakai. Manda da boshe kapata payo. Ribe da boshayo. Nan prepe shekai. Kurabata basar, brili bedi bekishito, kabrabatai, ye paprande te peshoto, brando te pekishi, bribara bashoto ye, mantre bedi bekishi tikito ye, mandramai. So whatever I said in the spirit, whatever I said in the spirit, it brought healing, it brought deliverance. It touched you right there. So no no right now. No right now. There is someone, Jesus Christ, who cares. 
Yes, there's someone to care. Someone to share all your troubles like no other can do. He'll come down from the sky, crush your tears from your eyes. You're his child, and he cares for you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for touching lives. Thank you for breaking yokes. Thank you for breaking chains. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Thank you for your anointing that's flowing right now. Heal that individual. Restore their strength. Renew their mind. Bring encouragement. That one that's lost that loved one, God, bring healing right now. Restore everything. Restore everything that Satan has taken from them. Help that individual right now to just lean on you. Help that individual just to lean on you now. Come on, just take a moment. Just take a moment. I don't have to say anything. I don't have to say anything. The Holy Spirit is saying it right now. Holy Spirit is saying it right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, God is, God is taking some pressure off of someone. You've been under so much pressure, it feels like you're just about to explode. You feel like you're just about to explode. But right now, the peace of Jesus is upon you. Well, this is coming up right now in my spirit. This is coming up in my spirit right now. There's someone you've had thoughts troubling you of taking your life. You've had thoughts recently 
I mean recently, the Holy Spirit is, the Holy Spirit is speaking to my mind and he's talking, to, this is powerful, this is powerful. God's talking to you right now, right now. God's talking to you. I just sang to you just a moment ago. You feel like your world is crumbling. You feel like nobody cares. You feel like you're all alone. You feel like there's no need in trying. You feel like just giving it all up. But I sang to you just a few minutes ago, and I'm not a singer. You know I'm not a singer, but I'm anointed of God, and so I, I don't apologize for anything right now. I just know the anointing of God is so strong right now, and there's someone, you're listening to my voice right now, we're going to pull those strongholds down, those thoughts down. You're not going to take your life. That is not the way out. That's not the way through this. Satan is a liar. He's been telling you, he's been telling you, you might as well give it up. You might as well quit that you're at the end. Well, you're at the end to step into the new beginning of your life, to step into something greater than you've ever had. Oh, the power of God is upon me right now. Just open your heart. That's it. I just felt it break. I felt something break in your mind. I felt something break in your mind. You get up. You get up. Begin to magnify the Lord and thank Him for what He just did for you. You're free in Jesus' name. I pull down every thought, every demon that has tormented you in your mind. In Jesus' name. I'm sensing someone. You've got children. You've got children that's gone astray. You've got children that's gone astray. They're in the world. You've been so hurt and disappointed by their actions. Sometimes you've actually been angry at them for what they've done. Sometimes you get confused because of the hurt and the anger and the way they've treated you. But right now is the time to put this in the hands of Jesus and say, Lord, I give them to you. I can't do this on my own. Now, walk in love, but say, God, I can't do this on my own. I can't do this on my own. I can't do this on my own. You help me. Turn it over to the Jesus right now. 
just turn your eyes on Jesus. Just turn your eyes on Jesus. Turn your eyes on Jesus right now and say, Jesus, you're touching my loved ones. Turn your eyes, look, look right in his face. Look right in the face of Jesus right now. Just look into the face of Jesus and see his love, see his compassion, see his eyes penetrating you and saying, I paid the price for you. I went to the cross for you. I shed my blood for you. I took the beating for you. See that right now. That Jesus is saying, come to me and I will heal you where you hurt. I will deliver you. I will break through everything that you are, are, are faced with. And not only will I break through, but I'll give you the breakout. I, 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 I'm having a hard time moving from this person that, that is struggling with this these loved ones. Because you've been so... Well, I, almost, almost you've let resentment come against your children because you've seen how they've run away from God. Well, God wants you to be, God just wants you to be a light and turn your eyes. Look right in His face, His wonderful face. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Oh, in the light of his victory and his grace. His victory and His grace as you turn your eyes on Jesus right now. As you turn your eyes on Jesus, His victory and His grace is shining on you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I wrote this down. I wrote this down. Lord, you see the circumstance I face today. You know the fear and the anxiety that I feel. Forgive me for allowing worry to overtake my thoughts. Pour out a spirit of belief over me so I can trust you in these dark moments. There is no God like you. Awesome in power, working in wonders. And I praise you for the faithfulness you've shown me so many times. So many times you've shown me your faithfulness, your gratefulness, your love, your mercy, and your grace. Lord Jesus, even though I feel worried, I'm going to put my confidence, even though I feel worried. Somebody said, how can that be? I don't know. I'm just, just telling you. Even though I feel worried, I'm asking you 
This is what I wrote down. Help me remind myself today of your great love and your power. Help me identify fearful and anxious thoughts and lay them at the foot of the cross. Give me the grace and power that I need to let your truths overtake me. That I, that I step in to that truth, that I stand on that rock, that I stand on that foundation, that I don't allow the things coming from the outside and the things coming against me, that I don't allow them to cause me to move from that face, but I stand on that rock, I stand on that place, I stand with courage. Help me, help me with my words, that I speak words of life, not words of death, but words that will inspire me to get up. Words that will inspire me to believe. Words that will inspire others around me. Thank you, Lord. You're my salvation. You've already saved me from sin. And I know you have the power. And I know you have the power. To save me from my troubles right now. You have the power to save me from my troubles right now. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for being with me. I know you have good plans for me. And even though I've been distracted, even though I've been dismayed, even though Satan has has come against me. I know the plans that you give me are manifesting in my life. I'm taking the step in that direction instead of being distracted and on a detour. I'm on the road of victory right now. I'm on the road of deliverance. Lord, <laughs> Lord, you're my strength. Lord, you're my strength. Lord, you're my strength and you're my song. You're my strength. You're my song. I'll worship you. I'll worship you. I'll sing your praises today. Even though I quite don't understand everything that's happened, even though I don't understand why my loved one passed, even though I don't understand how this happened, I'm putting everything into your hands and I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. Oh, Lord, thank you. 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 What a wave of anointing that has flowed here in this ministry time. You know, uh, we call this Tuesday Night Live, and as I said, sometimes it's pre-recorded, sometimes it's live. And you know, there's bear with me just a moment I, I want to stay right here in God's presence but there was a, there, there's a news broadcast called 
Nightline. Well, back in the 80s, my wife and I lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and pastored a church there. And I felt like, I don't know, we did this for several years. I, I felt like that I needed to have a voice in Chattanooga at night in the early morning. So I called this radio station and I, they went off of the air at midnight. And I said, you go off of the air at midnight, what do you do from 12 to 6 in the morning or 12 to 7? I don't recall, but it's either 6 or 7. I said, well, we just shut everything down. We have to keep a lot of our equipment going, but we come in and turn the rest of it on and we start our broadcast. And I said, how much would it cost for you to sell me a block of time every night, seven days a week? And let my wife and I and some of the others, sometimes I may use a recording of somebody so we worked and negotiated a, a price, and I felt like calling that night light. Now this was before anybody else did this. This was back, this was right after Nightline came on, and so no one was using that term night light. God gave me that night light, that, that our ministry was to be a, a light in the nighttime. And sometimes my wife and me, we would be on that radio station broadcasting live. And as I said, sometimes we'd take a little break and maybe I'd have a recording by R.W. Schambach or some other man or woman of God and I'd play a few minutes of their recording or maybe a portion of a service where I'd preach and then my wife and I, for, for several years, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, I, I don't remember the call letters of the station, but we broadcast seven nights a week. We called it night light. Today, Jesus is your light in the night. He is the light in the night. Well, God's done something here tonight. He's done something here tonight. He's touched lives. He's touched hearts. You know, I see someone that you're struggling financially right now. You're really struggling financially. You've been fearful to tithe. You've been fearful to give because you're looking at what you have. And you look at what you have to pay out. Oh, how many times have I been there? How many times has my wife and I been there? So many times. I remember in Greenville, South Carolina, a number of years ago, many years ago, I, when I was a, a tent evangelist, we put up the huge tent it was 80 feet wide, 200 feet long, beautiful tent. I'd never used it before my first time. Just as soon as we got it up, before we ever had a service, before we ever had a service, a hurricane came 
and destroyed that tent. We used every bit of money we had. We didn't have one penny more. Not one penny more. Well, you know, the meeting stopped. My team and I, we went back to where I lived at the time in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I didn't have a church then. I was just a tent evangelist. Auditoriums and tents. But financially, we were stripped. I, I didn't have any more money. No, no, no place to go get it. No place to borrow. But we prayed. I sowed a seed. I sowed a seed. And someone told me about an evangelist lady that lived in my city. That lived in my city that had a beautiful tent. It was white. It was the same dimensions. 80 feet wide, 200 feet long. Had the tractor trailer, the chairs. It had the whole thing that had, mine had all been destroyed. And this lady had rolled it up and she had it for sale and somebody told me about it and I knew this lady and she only lived she only lived maybe two miles from me so I went to visit her and I said I heard you have this and and it was sitting out they had a lot of property and it's sitting out and I saw this beautiful truck she said everything's intact and she told me the price I said well that's wonderful I didn't have one penny but we had sown a seed. My wife and I had sown a seed. She said, I'll tell you what I'll do. If you can get a thousand dollars, I'll hold it for you. Well, a thousand dollars to me right then was like a million. But you know, we had sown a seed when we were in need. And we put that into another ministry. She said, if you put a thousand down, I'll hold it for ten days. And I thought, well, if I put a thousand down and she holds it for ten days, that's where am I going to get the, the, the other thousands and thousands that I needed? Well, you know, the next day, we went to the mailbox and there was a thousand dollars. And by faith, by faith, I took that $1,000. Well, we put it in the bank, and then we wrote her a check. And I had to sign a contract. And she said, now, now remember, you got 10 days. And if you don't have the balance, thousands of dollars, if you don't have the balance, if you don't have the balance, I, I'm not going to give you the $1,000 back because I'm holding it for you. So I'm not going to give it back. Well, I, I left and next day no money, next day no money, and then a person called me from Memphis, Tennessee. And they said, if you'll get on the airplane, I'll pay your plane ticket, fly out from Chattanooga to Memphis, which I could have driven about, I think it's about five hour drive from Chattanooga to Memphis. And so I flew and I was preaching and ministering and we got a 
few hundred dollars, it wasn't much. But a gentleman came up and he said to me, could I drive you back to your hotel room? I know you're going back tomorrow and we were real close to the 10 days. We were real close to the 10 days. And I had mentioned to the congregation that night, but this man was in the congregation. He said, would you drive me, would you let me drive you back to the hotel? I didn't have a car. So he drove me back to the hotel. Oh, I remember. I remember. I was thinking about, God, this is in your hands. When we got to the hotel, he said, can I come in and visit with you for a few minutes? And I said, well, if you'd like. He said, you know, when he came in, he said, you know, I've been touched and blessed by your ministry. I want to do something for you. I heard you talk about your tent. And he said, exactly how much is that? I said, well, it's a lot of money. He said, no, I asked you how much it was. So I gave him the number. Well, I walked out of that hotel with a check in my hand. I walked out of that, that, that night in the hotel. The next morning, he came and drove me to the airport to go back to Chattanooga. I had that check. We put it in the ministry account. And then I got another check and I took it to the lady. She said, I really didn't believe that you'd have the money. And I, I didn't want to be put in the position, she said, to hold in your deposit. But she said, we made a deal. I said, we did. And here's the balance. We drove that truck, that tractor trailer truck and trailer, all the chairs, the tent, the platform, everything that we needed. And we went to Jacksonville, Florida. Somehow God gave me enough money to get to Jacksonville, Florida and we put it up there at the Gator Bowl. And as we put that tent up, a power of God came down. People came in from everywhere. We didn't have enough chairs to seat everybody, but they were standing around and hundreds and hundreds of people came to the Lord Jesus Christ. If you'll walk in obedience, do what God tells you to do, you'll be blessed. I told my son that's right now working making this broadcast possible. And I told David Carpenter, I said, I'm not going to be long. I'm just going to be a few minutes today. The broadcast tonight will only be a few minutes. And here I am. Here I am. I had no idea I'd be here this, with, this long with you. But I know God has really done a work. If that's you that God's talking to about sowing a seed, you see on the screen there, elglobal.church, elglobal.church.
sow that seed. Let God meet your need. Amen, amen. I just love it when the Holy Spirit ministers like this. And I know somebody, somebody has had not a breakthrough, but you've had a breakout. I want to tell you, I love you. And Jesus loves you too.